there, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And a really sweet guy with a deep voice to give you a... Uh, oh, yes. Just a quick warning. Yes, the Chrissy and Heather show contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and nonsense. If you're averse to any of these ingredients, the Chrissy and Heather show may not be for you. So talk to your doctor and all your friends about this program. Let's get into it. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, Heather. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Have you had a good week? So far, so good. <laughs> good week of being quarantined in your home. Mm-hmm. Watching the Tiger King. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're going to talk about all of that. But first, um, I want to welcome everybody to the Friday show. Woohoo! It is Friday. I know that every day feels like the same day. Every day is exactly the same. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yay, Friday. Let's remember we like this one. Yeah, Fridays are good. You know, the weekend is coming. And... Um, before we jump into the show today, I do have a little bit of housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. A little bit of a housekeeping note. Next week, we have a special guest. Great. My friend Paula Kiger. Oh, Paula. Do you I know mean, Paula? I, I know Paula a little bit. Everybody knows Paula. And I know why she's coming, and yeah. I'm super excited about it. There's a lot of reasons why I'm excited about Paula coming. For one, she's one of my very favorite people. She's got the biggest heart. Every time I turn around, she's doing something for some organization, and I think she's just awesome. Um, but the reason why I wanted her to come on the show is because I learned that she deals with a condition that I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of prosopagnosia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. otherwise known as face blindness, face amnesia. Um, and it is something that I, she mentioned on Facebook and I thought, oh my gosh, I have to, I have questions. Um, I have questions about this. When you, when you told me that she was coming and that this was the topic, I'm like, I have that. I'm like, I, I definitely, I have that. And so I went and, and I texted my sister cause I'm like, she has this, <laughs> we have this, we think. So we went online to find these quizzes mm-hmm. to take, to figure out if we were face blind. And I passed all the quizzes. But it wasn't because I was recognizing the faces. It's because they were recycling the same photo of the person. And I attend to different things in the photograph. Like, this one has bad lighting. Yes, I've seen it before. (laughs) I I wasn't looking at their faces at all. It was other elements of the photo that you recognized? If they would have, like, put the person in different clothing or if they would have changed their haircut, I would have never, ever known who the person was. I'm like, I still think I'm face blind even though I passed your your test. You had a a lame test. I haven't done any tests (laughs) to discover if I am or not. Um, now that you know, I've got plenty of time on my hands, like that's one of the things that I can do. I'll put that on my list of discover that. if I'm face blind. But Paula is face blind. It's always Brad Pitt. And um, I did see yeah, that. So I think she posted an article about that. Uh-huh. And I was like, Brad Pitt, way to be. Yeah. So think of all your questions that you've got for Paula. And listeners at home, think of all the questions that you have for Paula and send them in um, because we are going to pepper her. We're going to pepper Paula with questions. And I love that we're having a guest come and talk about something interesting that is not about quarantine or about the coronavirus or about (laughs) any of that. It's going to be so much fun to have her in here and to have a show about something that we don't know anything about and we're going to get to learn. It's going to be fantastic. So now on to today's show. I did my very first For Your Eyes Only video. Yeah, it was hard for me to not watch it since you did your first one. And I had not watched any of yours um, before, even though I probably, I mean, I can now since the shows are over. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I, I did see that you were in your she shed and that you looked cute, but I didn't click on it. <laughs> I did not look. I didn't peek. I did. I went up in my she house, and um, and what I um, what I speculated was that I did not think you had watched the Tiger King mm. because you hadn't mentioned anything to me about it. True. But True. now I know that you have watched it. Yes, so I told you this morning that I watched it. And that's totally fine because part of what I want to talk about relates to the Tiger King. And but the first thing is I recently learned. Did you know that the Chinese word for crisis or I, I guess I don't know if they consider it to be a word. Um, the Chinese um, symbol, symbol character, character mm-hmm. for crisis is made up is also the same as danger and opportunity. Ooh, yeah. Dangerous opportunity. Exactly. So I really want to explore the danger and the opportunity that we have in this crisis. Oh, my that goodness. That we're in right now. And that's going to tie perfectly to the Tiger King. It, yes, yes, exactly. Good job, Heather. <laughs> I'm so you, proud of thank you. Thank you. So, uh, you know, we are in a time of crisis, um, you know, and then it is rife with danger, obvious danger of death and, you know, dun, dun, dun. all kinds of things like that. But then also opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we've discussed before, you know, there are opportunities here. Um, and, you know, the thing about Joe Exotic and the Tiger King is, for one, perfectly timed distraction for the entire world you know like we need something that is crazier than what is going on Mm -hmm. in our real world and so the universe has given us the tiger king i saw um an article that said that the tiger king producers have so much footage because they're so much crazy that we didn't even get to see and they feel so sorry for us right now that they're thinking about just making more for us. Well, we've got plenty of time to watch it now. I hope that, I mean, like I watched it and I'm like, I don't even know if I liked this or not. Like, I don't even know if I enjoyed it, but it certainly was a distraction. Have you watched all of the episodes? Yes. Okay. I have not. We've, we are through episode four. We can only emotionally mandle, handle one <laughs> episode a night like especially last night was really sad like it was the one about um travis dying oh right all of that and like i turned to to robbie i was like this is really sad like i'm not this this used to be funny and now it's really there's a lot there that's why that's why it's hard for me to say how i felt about it because like i'm like it's not just like some bumbling buffoons doing tricks like there's sadness for the tigers. There's people getting hooked on meth and like ruining these young boys' lives. R- ruining like, their lives. There's a lot of there's a lot of complexities that we want to gloss over because we just want to laugh right exactly. now. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt watching it. I was like, wait a second. This was this was a funny distraction, and now I'm really sad for this woman who's lost her son, and like these people whose lives are ruined. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a lot there. I am really glad. That the meme game is just focusing <laughs> on the most hilarious parts. Yeah. Though. I mean, um, and there have been some just super high quality ones. The one, the the best part, we talked about benefits of the crisis on the last episode, but the best benefit of the crisis is people's meme game has gone way up. Yeah, people are really, they're upping their game on their um, creativity. Just an incredible and amount. humor. Did you see the one with Post Malone? Mm-mm. 
<laughs> it has pictures of Post Malone like posing with tigers and stuff, and it's like hundred percent. If Joe Exotic had not gone to jail, Posty would have been his next husband. Oh wow! And I think that's pretty good. Robbie is pretty much only speaking as Joe Exotic now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and he carries our cat around. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I have seen some people doing like some some full full fledged videos. I'm right. not, not just a meme, like an actual like watch it for four minutes with their cats and stuff. <laughs> Whenever anything goes wrong, it's because of Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, that bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, you know that show has united us in a distraction that is like a train wreck we can't look away that's why i watched it i had no interest in it and i was telling so you've met dapper dan Mm -hmm. you know um i was telling dapper dan about it yesterday and he's like you haven't suggested i watch it and i'm like you will absolutely hate it Mm -hmm. like i'm like maybe you should watch it just so you can join the water cooler talk right we're back to water cooler talk now everybody's watching only the same thing you know i'm like i'm like but you'll hate it you know like well i told robbie that we need to hurry up and watch the rest of it because there's spoilers all over the Mm -hmm. internet and i've already seen things that i uh, shouldn't have seen like references to future episodes and but i so i told him we binged it well that's what i told him i was like we have to binge it we have to watch all of the episodes he's like no it's like i can't watch more than one a night i just started to see like everywhere i was seeing carol definitely killed her husband and i was like what (laughs) like and all of a sudden i'm like i'm like and i thought it was gonna be the guy that was in all the things with her that suddenly he was gonna be gone i didn't realize that we were gonna go back to the past and i'm like what she's gonna kill this guy you know like yeah so i had then i had to just turn it on and watch it i did i did um look around yesterday and um, kind of read a where are they now kind of thing. So I mm-hmm. I think I know how the show ends. Yeah. On so, meth. You so know. I'm, <laughs> well, so I promised that I was going to make this a good thing. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're spinning into we're spinning into good. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Life lessons from Joe Exotic. Okay. This mm-hmm. is what we've learned from Joe Exotic. Confidence is everything. Right. I mean, believe in yourself. Talk about a man with some confidence. Yeah. He believes, like what George Costanza said, if if you believe it, it's not a lie. Joe Exotic believes in himself. And he, this is a man who is living in his passion. He is seizing the day. <laughs> he, he is, is. carpeing the diem mm-hmm. all over that place. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we're learning from from Joe Exotic, find what you, what makes you come alive, your passion and live in it. And, and nobody can deny that. Even if it's selling baby tigers. Well, I mean, yeah. Illegally. <laughs> also, find your passion, people. Talent is not necessary. No, no, no. One of my friends asked on Facebook, um, how many days of quarantine does it take before you admit that Joe Exotic's music isn't that bad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The woman, the Carol Baskin lookalike. She looked just like her. Like, I think that she went and did it. I think think it was Carol. I I had to look twice. And yeah. So That was um, a pretty good song. So also... um, I don't think Carol killed her husband. You know, we were talking about that. And at first I was like, absolutely, she did. She absolutely did. 
And then I heard um, the potential storyline that he faked his own death and he's he's in Costa Rica. Yeah, that's totally what happened. And that he, he had been hiding money over there. He said, if I pull this off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I have come along, I have come around to that line of thinking. I thought I was the only person in America who doesn't think Carol No, I don't think you are. I mean, you can go ahead and think you are if you want to. We can, we're all delusional now. I don't, I don't know. I just don't think she did. And I, I think that some people will tell me that that's not a smart opinion. <laughs> but I do think that the, the will, like, uh, she definitely changed some stuff up, like, to her benefit. Like, but she's like, man, this dude gone. All right. I'm going to. I'm going to work it to my benefit. Yeah. You know, like she so, could see the writing on the wall and try yeah. to manipulate things for her but I don't know. protection. But I don't know if she, if she killed him. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we also, any television show is edited to tell a story. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's footage that we haven't seen. But we might get to. We will now. I hope so. I hope they're like, these people are going to be bored for the next three months. Let's just keep putting out Tiger King footage. Um, okay, so have you ever seen the quote, everyone needs someone who is delusionally crazy about them? No, but okay. Like I've, it's, I messed up how it is. <laughs> you know, I always do that. I always remember the gist of it. But... Like it's it comes it's all about like how you love your kids, you know, like like we were saying earlier, like if if you were ever mean to me, my mom knows and she doesn't like you. Yes. It's that was the, off air that we had that conversation. Yeah. But yes. Mm-hmm. And it's the same type of thing in reverse. Like everybody needs to have somebody who loves them so to such a crazy level that it's completely unconditional and delusional amounts of love. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Exotic has for hating Carol Baskin. Like yes. that is a total. His love for hating her is, is yes, an unsurmountable. Over the moon. Mm-hmm. And so I started wondering why cannot we, or maybe I'll phrase this in a different way. What are you delusionally crazy and in love about that you would be willing to go to crazy extremes to protect it and live that passion. Um, what is a life deal breaker for you? That's a pretty on the spot question. Well, I mean, and you, I'm just asking it metaphorically. Like you don't, um, you don't have rhetorically, to rhetorically. You don't, I don't have to answer. You don't have to answer. Okay, great. But, um, I don't want to. <laughs> but I, but I do want you to think about it because when I started, when I was watching the show and I was thinking about, danger and opportunity and i was thinking about this this altered sense of reality that we're in right now where you know we we are at the same time have tons of time on our hands but then also feel like we have limited time on our hands Mm -hmm. and so there's a sense of urgency to live authentically and to live your passion at least there is for me now i feel like this is i wish there was for me right now I'm just in a total, like, I can't get anything done. So I feel a sense of urgency to make my life matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also paralyzed with where to start. Ah, I think that a lot of people probably are in that boat right now. And that's what led me down the, the, the thought process of being delusionally crazy about something. Like, mm-hmm. what if I knew that... Uh, that I had a certain amount of time to make my life matter, what would I invest that time in? Mm-hmm. And that's what that weird combination of words that I used a couple of minutes ago to ask that 
question mm-hmm. now is is becoming more crystallized into just a few words. You know, like I was actually thinking about that, about this show this morning. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, it started a few weeks ago at PodFest where we really started to get into the what is this show about, who is it for, and why are we doing it? Right. And really digging into that nitty-gritty. And, you know, our last several shows, we, we always, we've committed to always be authentic. And so we come in here and we're like, man, we're a little bit, like, down in the dumps and it's not what we want to be. And so it goes against what our goal is to be entertaining and our goal is to be engaging and, and, and fun and all those things. But there are going to be days that we aren't feeling those things. Yeah. But that's okay. Like, I, I think we've put a lot of thought into that that why. And I am so excited to show up on Mondays to do this because I feel like, I do feel like this has value. It has value for my and your personal lives. And I certainly hope that it brings our listeners a lot of value too, that, you know, people feel like. All right. There's other there's other people out there who are thinking the same thoughts and wondering the same things and also watching Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I I really look forward to things going back to normal. But then I also I think we're going to be a little bit sad when things go back to normal. I think we're going to be cautious when things go back to normal. I don't think like I don't think that they're going to say, "Okay, everything's open. Just go." And people are just going to run right back. I think some people will. Some people, I I think mothers won't. (laughs) Um, Parents might not. Like, we're going to take our kids back to school. But I think we're going to be cautious about that a little bit. I think think we're just going to, I think we're going to, you know, dip our toe in, a lot of us. I'm really enjoying not being mom's taxi right now. That is You know, like, we have now math tutoring on Skype. We have guitar lessons on Zoom. You know, school is online. You know, we we are not driving anywhere. And that is nice because it gives me more time to to do the things that I didn't used to have time to do because I was driving everywhere. But now you have to be the teacher. Well, yeah, I'm learning that. Yeah, you're you're just you're just learning that you're just gearing up. You didn't get the the bonus week of being a teacher that I did. I told you I want to tell our listeners about the beautiful, beautiful meme that I saw. Literally the funniest thing that I've ever seen. It was um, a little video. It said, here's what it's like while I'm trying to work and become a homeschool mom and and get my kids through the day this is it and it is this heavy set beautiful black woman in her choir robes and her like you know like, like a gospel like total gospel all the way and she's like if god don't do it <laughs> it won't get done <laughs> if god don't do it it won't get done and i'm like literally the funniest thing I've ever seen. If God doesn't do this homework, it's not going to happen. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> God does not currently have a place on the tour chart, but maybe I should add him. You should give him a space because if he don't do it, it don't get done. <laughs> yeah, I could get on board with that. I'm, t- I'm waiting for God's direction. Well, so, um, okay, so I found this website called pickthebrain.com, which is a phrase that I really don't like. I don't like that. I really don't like (laughs) for one, I don't like the word pick. I almost always I for a while I was taking pictures of every time I saw the word pick and I felt like it should be 
choose. And I was keeping a little scrapbook. And then I realized how annoying it was that I was doing that. Like nobody was ever going to appreciate this. It was Mm -hmm. a pet peeve. Mm -hmm. And I was, I had it in my mind, like someday I was going to like prove to everybody that (laughs) the word pick should not be used and it should be choose. Like, is that your passion? Is that your goal? You know what? Maybe this is. Maybe there's going to be a show about how much I really. Pick and choose? Oh, God. That would be the perfect name. Pick and choose. (laughs) I, but like. When, when I see the word pick, I just think of like picking, like picking your nose or like picking a scab or like picking, picking. I'm like making this picking motion right now. I see you. And you don't like it. I think the word pick is just, uh, I don't like it. I like the word choose. Mm-hmm. Choose. Which, I mean, you can't choose the brain, but, you know, <laughs> I'm getting off topic. <laughs> Bring it back in, Heather. Let's let's hear about it. So I found this thing on a website called PickTheBrain.com, and it was a suggestion of things to become obsessed about. Okay, great. So it's like a a no. You're going to like it for OCD. No, you're going to like it. You're going to like it because you know there is you know when when you think about obsessions, you know there's definitely the danger side, right? Mm -hmm. There's the danger side of. OCD, you know, going into addiction, going into like patterns that are unhealthy, lives that are too restrictive. But then there's also the opportunity. Okay. Mm -hmm. Joe Tiger or Joe Exotic has an unhealthy, (laughs) an unhealthy obsession with Carol Baskin. He does. And Tiger, you know, all of those people have. With everything in his life. Right. But they also are extremely passionate and they are living in the moment and they are not letting anybody deter them from what they have decided is their life's work and their Mm -hmm. life's mission. And there's something admirable about that. Like, even though they're crazy, there's something admirable about the fact that they have honed in on what their passion is and they are living in that moment every day. They've built a community around it. They've... Yeah. Built a cult and lured people in. They Their are entire very lifestyle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so um, I wonder whether we can take that same kind of passion and obsession and turn it into something positive. In this weird time that we're living in now that is at once wide open and also feeling um, possibly constrained. So one thing to become obsessed with is kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder what it would look like if somebody's deal breaker was kindness i will always be kind you cannot deter me from kindness i refuse to not be kind and i'm going to infuse kindness in every element of my life gotcha you know Mm -hmm. um excellence you know that's a word that is in quotes a lot you Mm -hmm. know um you know defining what that means for you you know what does personal excellence mean you know what does it mean to say that i'm going to have a commitment or i'm obsessed with excellence um gratitude you know i think there's a lot of areas where you could choose an element of life and decide whether or not you're willing to become obsessed with it i have a to friend that level. who always 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 post hashtag obsessively grateful and it like it's cute but my sisters it's like a big joke for them they're like are you hashtags obsessively grateful today <laughs> and yeah you know, so that one makes me laugh like you know I like that she does it I get it it's cute you know but yeah it's it's a big joke in our family so I think it's an inside job you know I think it's an inside job of something that you decide internally that this is something that I am not willing to compromise on well that's I mean that 
makes me think of our radical honesty show. Right. Because honesty is one of those things mm-hmm. in my life that, you know, is a really super big deal for me. That, I, like, I want people to know that what they get from me is true. Right. And sincerity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, I know that over the course of just the past few years of my life, I have gotten more of a stickler about sincerity. And I really feel um, a, a sense of unrest if I'm being insincere. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that I have become, that has become a deal breaker for me, that I could say I'm a obsessed with sincerity. And I think sincerity is almost a better word than honesty or truth because it's true to me. Do you know what I mean? It, it's my truth, but but sincerity is what that really equates to, where, where that comes from. You know, it's, it's, it's my truth, you know, and that's what sincerity is because me actually, if I tell you I feel this way, I actually feel this way, you know, and that's a sincerity thing. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a, a nice category of thought here for us to explore. You know, when we've seen some pretty dramatic examples of people who are living in an obsession um, and a passion that they have, they have said, you know, this is, this is what my life is centered on and I'm not going to have any element in my life that doesn't adhere with this. And, and that is done in a context of something that's not necessarily healthy. But I think that we also have, you know, that's the danger. And then I think we have the opportunity to craft our lives around something that it could be obsessively positive, that we refuse to live lives that don't include these elements. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like a little bit of a, I don't know how I feel about the word obsessive. Like it, it has such a negative connotation mm-hmm. that, you know, it, I don't know. I, don't, I, f- I feel a little icky about it. What would be a different word that would be um, committed? Committed. I, I can get. You know, I can get behind that more. Mm-hmm. I'm committed. I am 100% committed to mm-hmm. sincerity. I'm committed to kindness. Yeah, I like that. You better. know, and and now, now I'm on board with your show. Okay, good. Yay! <laughs> now I'll join you. <laughs> um, another one might be growth. Mm-hmm. Committed to growth. Mm-hmm. You know, and I refuse to live a life that is stagnant, where I'm not growing emotionally or growing. Um, you know, in intelligent emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. and you know just what I'm willing to to know about myself and what I'm willing to to know about others Mm -hmm. different perspectives so um all of this from Joe I was just gonna say Mm -hmm. Joe Exotic really helped me get philosophical man way to go Joe and to um to open up and also the person who who told me that um, the Chinese word for crisis is made up of danger and opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like a really nice light bulb moment for me because, um, you know, I just really like to think about what, where, the op- where we have an opportunity to do something positive in circumstances that may have taken us by surprise where we weren't expecting. And I think we definitely have that right now. I want you to know how hard I worked this whole episode to hold in all jokes about bat eating. <laughs> I saw on Facebook, somebody said, like, it was at the very beginning stages of the quarantine. You may have seen this, too. Um, it was at the very beginning stages of quarantine where people were, um, you know, it was still kind of new to us. And somebody said that they had um, a time in their family where they were like, okay, everybody can say 
like one venting negative thing. Like any <laughs> everybody here can just you have your moment now to let it out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> one of the kids who is like I don't know little, like six years old. The thing that she says is, "Why did somebody have to go and eat an oven bat?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's like wow, that's where you went. Okay, okay, six-year-old, we hear you. Did you see the? Uh, sorry, I'm I'm going to be done with bats right now. This is the last thing. Um, did you see that somebody redid the the Chick Fil A thing, and it was a bat holding the thing that says "Eat more chicken" <laughs> instead of a cow on the logo? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I did not like when I saw that about the girl saying that. Why does somebody have to go and eat a bat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize that's how all this started. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I did a Chrissy's cursory Google, Google search. search. You did. And oh, I was how like, beautiful. What does that have to do with bats? And so I Googled <laughs> coronavirus bats. And I was like, oh. And there it is. <laughs> Bats are good. I've talked. I think I've said on the show before how good bats are. Leave them alone. Don't, I was trying to attract bats to, to eat the mosquitoes, but I didn't. Right. It never crossed my mind that I would eat a bat. Right. Don't eat. Definitely them. not now. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, um, if you if you are watching um, the Tiger King, um, you know, think about what. Can you learn from this? <laughs> kind of like watching Jerry Springer. <laughs> like, what can I learn from this? Where are the life lessons in this show? And then also think about, you know, the very clear danger that you have um, in your life right now and also the opportunities um, that you have. And if you are going to become committed to something or um, obsessed Thank you for changing with your word just for me. <laughs> I appreciate that are passionate about something, um, you know, what What are you willing to commit yourself to in this life that you can have the same level of passion that Joe Exotic has for his cat sanctuary and, and for Carol killing Baskin. Carol Baskin that, that you're willing to go to the mattresses for? And, um, and then live that, you know? This is it. If this... If this experience that we're having right now does not incite some type of energy in you to make something of your life, then call me and I will convince you (laughs) that it should. (laughs) I feel like you helped convince me today because like I said, I've been a little bit apathetic and a little bit like I just just can't get anything done. And you convinced me today to, to refocus my efforts. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is all we've got right now. This is all we've got. That's going to be my new mantra. This is all we've got. This is all we, we could do something positive with this. There is, yes, there's danger, but there's opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's do it, y'all. So um, here's your opportunity. Tell a friend about our show because we believe in life after the coronavirus <laughs> and we're going to be, we're still going to be here and we really, really want everybody to listen to our show. <laughs> Find us online. Go talk to us on Instagram. Talk to us on Facebook. Talk to us on the website. Chat it up. Um, We want to hear what you're obsessively grateful for. (laughs) 
what we want to hear what you're committed to mm-hmm. um, and where you see the opportunity in this um, in, th- in this crisis that we are in, this shared experience that we're having. And uh, we'll be back next week with something uh, that is not at all related to the coronavirus. We're going to talk about face blindness. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, so at least one episode will be about face At least blindness. one episode. Yeah. And maybe we'll have a challenge to see if we can go a whole show without mentioning it. Wouldn't uh, that be? That might be fun. Maybe, maybe okay. next week we'll do that. All right. So next week, yeah, we'll we'll do. Um, That's going to be a real challenge. Or we could do the opposite and we could tell people that they're allowed to, you know, to play bingo or something with, you know, they oh! we could make them a bingo card of all the COVID-19, um, coronavirus, you know, maybe. Yeah. I've seen b- bingo for Zoom calls. <laughs> the same there you thing. go. There you go. So we'll be back next week with some stuff that may or may not be about the coronavirus, but it's definitely going to be with our special guest, Paula Kiger, who's going to talk to us about face blindness. And so we want to know what are your curiosities and questions about that. Let us know what you want us to ask her. And then let us know what you decide to become um, obsessively committed to mm-hmm. um, and what you're going to have a Joe Exotic-like laser focus and get crazy about. Awesome. And until then. Until then. Bye. Bye. Deep voice guy, how'd we do? I think you ladies did absolutely fabulous. And for those of you looking to increase your dosage, make sure to connect with The Chrissy and Heather Show on Facebook and Instagram. 